It's five o'clock mountain time. That means it's time for Tom and Shane business and politics. And I'm getting feedback from your thing, Shane. Uh, uh, so it's not me. Completely <laughs> silent in here. All right. Well, the Biden crime family is the end near. That's the question that we want to answer today. So what do you think? Uh, yeah. Uh, yes. Terrible response. Sorry. <laughs> uh, as we, as I was discussing with you before, the, the dilemma they have is you, you have to consider impeachment because of what's coming out and there'll be just more and more of it. My feeling is the right policy and the right political move for the Republicans is no, don't, don't impeach him. You know, let the Democrats in the press scream about it and try and bully him into it. Be a wrong move because of the election. Dig up all the dead bodies, open all the closets and let the skeletons fall out. So. He doesn't run because mm-hmm. you don't want to impeach him, which they probably would to get Camilla in, even though the Democrats may not like it, they'd probably do that. So I, I think the right move for the Republicans mm-hmm. is keep this investigating going on. It gets worse and worse, forces him out. He hasn't registered. He hasn't uh, filed in Iowa, New Hampshire, or Colorado for the primaries. So I don't think he's running. And so it'll be a wide open skirmish uh, for the Democrats and makes it even more likely a Republican, whoever that is, whoever it is, will win the election, we'll see. But th- this is a real sad reality because uh, one of the things that you wanna talk about are whistleblowers, so I'll let you carry on with that for mm-hmm. for, for uh, a couple of minutes while I comment, just one more, make one more thing. The fascinating thing about this reality is what's coming apart at the seams is the, uh, is, is what they, the Democrats or demolition party, I say, thought they had total control of. And that, that's the government itself, you know, the attorney general, the Department of Justice, the IRS, and so forth. So these whistleblowers are long-term employees of government agencies that are coming forward to, to comments. This, this is tough. Uh, you know, this is the, the swamp is, is it, someone swam out of the swamp and said, I'm free. Yeah. <laughs> Bruce says, good evening, uh, watching us on uh, Facebook, I hope. Yeah, it's uh, uh, it's going to be kind of, uh, well, I th- there's no way the Democrats are going to impeach Biden because that would throw him in with Trump. I mean, that, that would be a, that would be calling him the same thing Trump is. So, uh, the Democrats, uh, he he could shoot the Pope on the White House lawn, and I've said many times, and they're not going to impeach him. And they don't want Kamala, but they're gonna they're gonna run with Biden and um, Harris, uh, like it or not. Uh, I'm I'm convinced they're going to do that because uh, they don't have any alternatives. You know, what are they 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 don't want Kennedy. <laughs> they want him as far away as possible. They're not. They're not going to let him go anywhere, and they don't have anybody in the wings with any uh, any um, name recognition or any uh, clout uh, to speak of. And uh, I I think they're they're just resigned. They're going to go with Biden. Uh, Biden is equal to Trump in the polls uh, within the margin of error. Uh, he's leading Trump. So what what are they worried about? Nothing. Well, the fascinating thing about this that I find interesting is uh, the Great New York Post is the newspaper of fact now, and they're the ones that released the uh, Hunter Biden 
laptop. If mm -hmm. you remember back in yeah. uh, 2020. And got and censored buried, on Twitter buried, for it. Buried by the swamp and the DOJ. We know that now. It, it's yeah. all buried. It was real. But this story came out of, guess, the, the newspaper of fact, the New York Post, mm -hmm. January 20th uh, of this year, 2023. So this story's only started to come alive in six months, seven months. Mm -hmm. And that's why I say that it's a fascinating dilemma they find themselves in. You know, it, it, it's incredible to know. I, I Look, the first whistleblowers that are famous are uh, Richard Hubbard, uh, Dale Bodenhow, and they were called the uh, uh, and uh, Richard Hubbard and and uh, Gregory C Minor. Sorry, uh, they were called the uh, GE three for the General Electric nuclear power plant. They blew a whistle of on in 1976. So the the Whistleblower Act didn't come around till 1989. And that's a pretty interesting act. You you read through it, it's it's pretty clear. Um, about the, the the rights and protections uh, allowed somebody, particularly that is inside the government, um, to you, you know come come out of the swamp, as I said, and you know put their arms up and say, "I surrender." So, you know they, they don't run to the highway to try and catch a ride. <laughs> they just put their hands up in the air. Well, they go through uh, their chain of command first, uh, is my understanding. And uh, if that doesn't work, then uh, the Whistleblower Protection Act gives them protection against retaliation from the, the organization they belong to. Well, that's right. But th th this, is, this is deep state stuff. I, I, I mean, this one fellow from the Department of Justice, the FBI guy, the investigator, mm -hmm. You know, number no. one, they were looking into it. Number two, they wanted a subpoena uh, to go and search uh, Hunter's place. And mm -hmm. instead, somebody at the, you know, the Department of Justice called up Biden or Hunter's lawyers and said, you know, you need to come, you know, come up with this uh, information because they, this is really mm -hmm. important. Uh, you know, we, so, I mean, uh, mm -hmm. they interfered with the investigation and then they were told mm -hmm. not to pursue it when it looked like it would include his father. I mean, they're making really harsh, harsh accusations. Yeah. That, it's funny to watch the people on the woke side of the, the, the wall. <laughs> they're waking up to. Now, how do we, let's see. Uh, he was he was on drugs. It wasn't real. Oh, no, we're not that phone call. We got to deal with this guy. Oh, uh, he's, I don't know. He's, he's, he's just upset. He, he's biased. He's Oh, he's a mega guy. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, well, uh, all I know is we got six whistleblowers. We haven't we haven't heard diddly squat from any of them uh, as of yet. Anyway, uh, nothing concrete uh, so far. So, you know, I'm wondering where the where the deal is. And of course, the Democrats are screaming they're not whistleblowers; they're disgruntled employees that uh, you know either got booted out or uh, you know, demoted or whatever, uh, whatever happened to him. And, um, you know, as, as, as I say this, uh, this email between, um, the Chinese guy and, um, Biden, uh, Hunter well, Biden. You, look, you, I, I, I appreciate you were saying, and I know you're playing the devil's advocate, but first of all, we have heard from him. He's been on talk radio shows with his lawyers. Lawyers been on television. 
he's been on a couple of television shows and he's explained mm -hmm. what happened and why he did this. So uh, he's before he's been before Congress. He signed affidavits. He's filed complaints. They've known about him for, well, close to a year now. Uh, you know, certainly in the Senate committees and Grassley of, of Iowa and so forth. So this isn't some idle prank. It's it's legit. This is outright legit. Well, I haven't uh, I haven't seen anything in any congressional hearings that are uh, like uh, <laughs> like they testified uh, in Nixon. Uh, oh, everything in the White House is recorded. Haven't heard that <laughs> or something like that from these guys. Uh, well, yeah, you yeah. Know. You've heard that uh, there's. The guy in Ukraine is apparently claiming he's got 12 recordings, uh, phone calls, 10 with Biden. I haven't, and, I haven't uh, seen them, haven't students. heard them. Uh, I, 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 I realize that, but you're, you're saying that the, this material isn't out there. It, it, it is. Well, it, it, if you believe there's uh, 17 recordings, then yes. But so far, nobody's heard them and nobody's seen them and nobody knows where the guy is that has them. Well, that's why that's I keep pursuing it. And you keep piling it on, so it, it becomes, uh, you know, uh, clear that you know Biden just can't run. I mean, he he just well, he can't. No, you know, that's, that's but that, but he's going that, to. That's about but what the Republicans want is to, you know, rustle him out of the the campaign and and force the Democratic Party to go to the bench and find somebody else. What bench? <laughs> they don't have a bench. That's a, <laughs> nobody there. It's a baseball analogy. I know, I understand that, but there's nobody on the bench. Well, sure they do. They got the governor from California. They got the governor from Michigan. They got Camilla. They, they've got you know two or three other senators. Yeah. They've got Kennedy, and yeah. they have an author of love. So I mean, yeah. they, they, got, well, they got a bench. Well, maybe you know yeah. the, the the bench may be uh, maybe padded with leather and foam, but you know it's it's you know it's a leather bench. Yeah. Well, Newsom would be the most likely, I guess, uh, if you're going to go after somebody. But, uh, you know, everybody in everybody in uh, the United States hates California, uh, except people who live there. So, or have uh, there. yeah, or, or have ever been there for more than five seconds. So, yeah, I uh, yeah, he's the most likely uh, he's the most likely uh, you could you could. Uh, you could run uh, Whitmer for uh, vice president, maybe, if you wanted that ticket. Uh, bring in Michigan. They need Michigan. And uh, so, yeah, there'd be a, there would be a possibility of that. I just don't understand how they're going to get Biden out because I, I think I, I don't think he wants to leave. Well, the other thing that it, I find incred incredulous <laughs> is the office of engagement. The, the Office of Investigative General. <laughs> you have uh, se 72 uh, investigative generals in, in your country to cover 24 government agencies. They have a uh, mm -hmm. staff of 11,000. They've got a $515 million budget. And, uh, you know, they've been around since 84 uh, because of uh, the Reagan uh, Contra scandal. And uh, it legislated. This isn't, this isn't, you know, it's part of the Homeland uh, Human Health Services, which is sort of strange. I don't know why it's in there. But yeah. the, the point I'm trying to make or the reason I bring it up in this conversation is where are they? Where's the investigative general looking that would normally look at the, the office 
um, you know, of the Justice Department or the FBI. The, the FBI has one on a, of its own. And, and why didn't the whistleblowers go there first? Why, why, why didn't they go to the OIG, you know, that, that mm -hmm. is basically responsible for uh, the office that uh, they attend to, right? Well, I, I don't know that you can go to directly to that person. I know yeah, in the military, know. in the military, we had an inspector general too, but you had to go through the chain of command first. Yeah, but under the whistle, whistle, that's why I brought up the Whistleblower Act. You don't. You can go right to him and you can provide him the information that you have and make your complaint to him. So I, I'm astounded that that didn't occur or hasn't. We don't know. It may have because it's the deep state. I mean, this is all coming out of the... The, it's it's like that that guy in the Netherlands with his finger in the dam, right? Like Biden standing there with his finger in the dam, and you know it's it's cracking like an egg. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, first of all, you have to be a legitimate whistleblower, and I don't know that these six guys uh, qualify. Uh, according to the Democrats, they don't. So, but we don't know. Well, they love whistleblowers. I'm sorry. The Dems, the they love whistleblowers. Well, not according to the Democrats and not according to the strict definition of whistleblower uh, in the statute. Oh, what's the strict, what's the, 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 the definition? That, that they could be retaliated against by their organization and half of them aren't in their organizations any longer. Uh, well, the one isn't because he was a lawyer investigating this. And when he went and did what you just said, uh, he, he yeah. was moved and uh, they shifted him and the, the team of people investigating uh, Hunter. And, yeah. and so he was, he was educated to somewhere else. And that's why he decided, I can't deal with this anymore. This is wrong. At least yeah. that's what he said on the air. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you know, they're throwing the whistleblower and I'm, I'm using whistleblower not as, not as they are, they aren't. I'm using it as it's a dog whistle uh, term that uh, is thrown out like racist or gender affirming uh, surgery. You know, it doesn't really mean anything. It's 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 a term. And they're well, using, just, it, in, they're just, using uh, it incorrectly. I get to use my original wiener, wiener whistle for this. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I can't use that was easy button until something major comes up that looks like he's going to go to jail. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, that's the other thing. You have, you have this whole issue with the uh, uh, Department of Justice saying, you know, president can't be indicted while he's in office. And, you, you know, there's all these Chinese walls that seem to protect a, a Democrat and are, you know, erected instantly. Uh, but when, of course, when it came to Trump, they, they, they lit the Chinese walls on fire because they're all made out of bamboo and they went up and smoked and let's go get the boy, you know, come on, let's wrestle this guy. <laughs> well, I don't know. So, well, anyway, getting back to the uh, email of uh, that uh, Hunter uh, has, they've uncovered this from somewhere and they think they know who he's talking to, but nobody knows for sure. But uh, at any rate, uh, talking about his dad being next to him, I don't buy it. Uh, he said it twice. I think it's a bluff, Shane. I don't. I don't think Biden was anywhere near Hunter when he sent that email. Well, the interesting thing is the uh, GPS. They located the ping, and mm -hmm. the ping was coming from uh, his father's home, 
in Connecticut when his mm -hmm. father was there that weekend. So uh, yeah. when you have that kind of evidence, or uh, it's pretty difficult not to want to go ask a question about it. Like, wouldn't mm -hmm. you, don't you think you should go ask the question? Well, so they did to Biden. They, they asked Biden and he said, no, I well, wasn't there. Yeah, well, he said, but Clinton said no. Right, right. Well, I mean, yeah. Clinton still says no to, to today. Okay. But Biden didn't say it under oath. Clinton no. had to say it under oath. I mean, Clinton keeps saying, I didn't have sexual relationships with uh, uh, this woman. My cigar yeah. did, but, but I didn't. <laughs> Yeah, well, neither. That's neither here nor there. But, um, but anyway, I uh, yeah, the fact that he threw that out twice in that email that Dad's here next to me, the guy sitting next to me, there's no there's no need to bring that in, and there's certainly no need to bring it in twice. Well, of course so, there was. The result was they both got five million bucks. Well, that's been, that's been documented now. So yeah, okay, now. I still think Hunter took that on himself to lie that dad's here with me and we're pissed. I think well, that's why those I think, I think it was just a ruse. The, the phone call conversations would be interesting in, in, in the context of the type of conversation that Hunter has with people. And yeah, if they ever know, show up. No, I, I know, but I'm, I'm saying in the context of mm -hmm. does, does Hunter specifically or like blatantly use or reference his father, or mm -hmm. you know, is he discreet? I don't think he's discreet at all. So, yeah, that's just how I look at it. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't know until until uh, uh, we get everybody under oath somewhere. Uh, none of this makes any. Uh, I mean, there's uh, we're just we're just uh, swimming in the swamp with everybody else. Uh, well, that's true, but it. it's still great campaign fodder. And uh, it's it, it uh, all it does is discredit the the party overall. Uh, he's the head of the party, President Biden. I mean, that's one of his jobs. He's the head of the de demolition yeah. party. So I mean, he, you know, it's it's he's accountable. And uh, you look yeah. at other people. Uh, I mean, uh, England dumped their prime minister for you know having a glass of wine at a COVID party. So. You know, you know, well, it, it, it isn't that difficult to do. It's you know, you just got to get it done. Well, it it is pretty difficult to do, and it's pretty difficult to do it when when your when your current president is running neck and neck with the uh, Republican leader. Right, sure he is. Well, yes, it's within four points of of each other. It's uh, the margin of error. They're dead heat as bad as bad as Biden is. He's still equal to Trump. Uh, equal to Trump if the election were held today, according to pollsters, which we don't always believe or put any faith in. But uh, the uh, general public hears that stuff. Well, there's always been a political expression that you know it's uh, it's better the devil you know than the devil you don't. Yeah, uh, you know that came from the 18th century politics of England. But in this case, it's you know it's better the devil you know because you've learned what the devil is. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Biden made all these promises, what he was going to do, and none of them came true. Uh, and, and things have just c completely come apart at the seams and will we'll mm -hmm. continue to get worse. This election will be decided by the economy and none of this uh, uh, swamp uh, politi politics that Democrats would like to try to make it that. But it, it's not going to come down to that. All right. 
Before we move on to affirmative action, uh, that decision today and the Supreme Court's going to rule on the uh, loans, student loans tomorrow. Uh, we would ask you to uh, subscribe or ring the notification bell. You'll always be notified anytime we're on the air. And like us, leave a comment. Let us know the kinds of things you'd like for us to talk about because, well, we're kind of flying in the dark here. We're guessing what you want to hear. So, you know, give us some help. <laughs> leave a comment. Uh, tell us what you want to hear, uh, what you want us to uh, tackle, what issues uh, you want us to talk about. Uh, that uh, affect you and your loved ones uh, wherever they may be. Oh, all right. Affirmative action, Shane. Uh, <laughs> this thing's been around for a long time. Uh, well, 20 years or so at least, I think. But uh, the Supreme Court shut it down today. A uh, race can no longer play into uh, someone getting into a college or university. Well, I, I, that's what I always understood to be from, 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 for the last 20 years. Yeah. So, well, I, I don't know what that means. I, I don't know what that means. Does, does that mean that uh, mm -hmm. they said that uh, uh, that great law school that was, uh, you know, being sued, right, by an Asian student lost? Harvard, the case, Harvard you know? yeah. So Harvard lost. They 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 they, they lost. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Well, it's Harvard. They, they have an endowment of twenty-seven billion. So yeah. not going to hurt them. No. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was uh, Harvard and uh, North Carolina, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, Katinji Brown uh, recused herself because she was involved in the Harvard uh, thing. So she, but she did hear the uh, North Carolina one. And of course, uh, I think it was seven to two, I think, uh, was the final vote. Um, Sotomayor and uh, Brown uh, both uh, went against it. Everybody else was for it. So, uh, uh, yeah, they, well, the, the gist was that Asians were below Hispanics and below blacks uh, in admissions uh, to universities, even though they had the qualifi qualifications and the uh, scores and all of that to to be there and so they felt that uh, they were discriminating against asians in favor of hispanics and blacks and uh in uh, bringing them into the university and well, the I, that was that was my understanding and mm -hmm. again this one you know it took like eight eight years for this to go through the process wow mm -hmm. well how how amazing yeah. Should, should well, yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's that's the case. So, yeah, I, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I am for this because I think you, you should, you should get into college on the on the merit of your ability. You know your your uh, uh, ability to uh, think and reason and your scores and you know the kind of person you are and whatever. So that's well for a hundred years. You know, uh, capitalism was a merit based concept, and so academia was merit based to to allow the best people that are qualified to end up in, in you know major positions in uh, a capitalist structure. But now merit doesn't seem to be the case. You know, it, it, it is the color of your skin. And it was, it's been sort of pointing that way for the last oh, five, 10 years because minorities are demanding more rights and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. so this is an important case in that merit is the basis um, of our society, mm -hmm. both in academia and in 
the corporate, mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, offices. And it should be. You know, it's like bring you let you bring in 1.2 million people legally a year as immigrants, and they're all merit based. So you know, mm -hmm. yeah, do something that's relatively important to that. And the the so anything with regarding merit, I think the the uh, woke left or the uh, you know the, the different uh, um, American liberty uh, mm -hmm. groups that are out there bringing cases to the court, you know, mm -hmm. they may be dissuaded to do so because merit seems to be at the top of the list for a majority of your uh, SCOTUS uh, uh, members. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see what they do with student loans tomorrow. They're going to uh, do that. And uh, of course, as luck would have it, we'll be able to talk about that on Saturday on our radio show, 8 to 11 Mountain Time, live, KMMSAM.com. All you got to do is click listen now. There's no sign up, nothing to join, no emails, no personal information of any kind is needed. All you do is go to KMMSAM.com and click listen now. You can text us. You can phone us. Uh, you can be part of the program in several different ways. So uh, we'll be talking about uh, that particular uh, verdict or uh, whatever you want to call it from the Supreme Court <laughs> on, on, on Saturday. So, so uh, the last thing I wanted to mention uh, just in passing is the, uh, the 2023 Hollywood Climate Summit took place in Los Angeles between June 21st and the 24th of this month. And approximately 37,000 TV and film scripts produced since 2016, less than 3% contained any climate-related keywords, and a mere 0.6% made any mention at all of climate change. So, a filmmaker, scientist, activist, and are there to transform and educate a Shane in the... We, well, they're gonna they're gonna let us know everything we need to need to know about climate change in all our TV shows, all of our movies, uh, anything uh, visual that you see coming out of Hollywood will have a climate uh, message attached somewhere. Well, there you go. Well, my red alert and final message today is a follow up to my message last November. That was November uh, two thousand twenty two. When I called the turn in the market and it would be uh, a crash based on earnings per share. Um, no, normally, uh, stocks are valued with an earning per share ratio of around uh, 16. Um, mm -hmm. But hold on to your seat, folks. Amazon at $128 has a PE ratio right now of 313. 313. <laughs> Yesterday it was five. Hundred, um, but it, it went down in price. So it, you know the earnings per share. This will truly, uh, you know, confirm that th this will be a crash of earnings mm -hmm. per share valuations that the uh, bobbleheads put in play. Um, you know, for the last what ten years, or whatever, and uh, yeah. it's it's sort of regrettable because, oh my goodness, what are we going to do? Yeah. Well, hey, one thing you can do is read the bottom of the crawl going across the screen because we're on the radio on Saturday. You can hear us anywhere in the known world, uh, anywhere. All That's you right. have to do is know 8 to eight to 11 Mountain Time, wherever you are. <laughs> and, 
And you can listen to us live. You can call us. You can text us. You can do all kinds of stuff with us. So we really appreciate it. So that's going to wrap it up for us. Hey, let me remind you, we're here every uh, Tuesday and Thursday at 5 p.m. Mountain Time uh, with Tom and Shane Business and Politics. And we want to thank you so much for watching. And don't forget to subscribe, ring the notification bell, like us, and leave a comment because we really love that kind of stuff. So thanks for supporting us, and we will see you. Uh, we'll talk to you on the radio on Saturday. We'll see you on our next podcast next Tuesday. Bye for now.